Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. I want to check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports, Mike Babcock. It's the biggest story in, in all the college football. Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes 3-0 ranked. Some huge games coming up. And this man right here, and I, I know uh, a lot of people obviously very well aware of uh, Jeremy Bloom's career on the football field and, and elsewhere. You were on top of this, Jeremy, way before you said, hey, I want Deion to, to be in Colorado. He should be the Buffaloes coach. And now here we are three weeks into the college football season, and you guys are the biggest stories in the entire sport. What has it been like, Jeremy? It's been pretty surreal. You know, we always knew that that Coach Prime would bring talent to Boulder, four or five-star players. And at the end of the day, this is a talent game. I don't think anybody could have predicted that college game day would have been here in week three, Fox noon kickoff, week three, uh, 11 million people watching the Rocky Mountain Showdown against CSU, by the way, at 10 o'clock on the East Coast kickoff. Right. It's wild. And, you know, you can't even get hotel rooms here in Boulder, Colorado. Local business is booming. Profits are way up. More people are visiting. So his impact goes way deeper than just the football field. That's incredible. I actually hadn't thought about that. So he has really lifted up the entire community and, and everyone is really benefiting off of uh, the incredible job that Dion's done, it sounds like. The Chamber of Commerce here in Boulder predicted about $18 million of additional revenue for the Nebraska game alone. That's one weekend for the city, for the community of Boulder, Colorado, for the state of Colorado. So it's great for, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't care about football. Like, this is way bigger than football. This is local business. This is good for community. This is bringing people together. It's pretty, pretty incredible. Compare this year where you are now to what last year was like and only the one win and obviously a, a really bad season last year uh, with respect to those players. But what's the difference, Jeremy? Wait, there was a program last year? <laughs> like, like, I, I heard I they were that. one in 11. I didn't, I didn't watch, I'll be honest. I, nobody did. And, you know, even alum and supporters like myself, it was sad and it's been sad for many, many years. I mean, for the better part of two decades, Colorado football has been irrelevant. There's yeah. been some moments, you know, Mel Tucker in 2019 sort of had the team going in the right direction. And then he left in the first year of his contract. You're like, oh my goodness. And then it went back to, you know, just being, you know, there's no heartbeat. There was no pulse here in Boulder. Fast forward less than a year and all this attention, all this buzz, 3-0 and and the publicity and the money and the players um, it's it's extraordinary. I don't think any sport at any level and any in any field has ever seen something like this happen as fast as this is, has done in Colorado. Where can the team go this year, Jeremy? I know a lot of people maybe get a little overly excited and start asking about things like national championships. It would seem like that's a, obviously a, a a lot to ask for for even Deion Sanders in his in just his first year with the team again that won one game last year. But what what can be accomplished? I mean, 19th ranked team in the country right now, three and zero. Some big time games coming up over the next three weeks. I mean, what's what is possible for this team? 
you know, with my CU hat on, I'll tell you anything is possible. National championship, but, but taking it off and just being an objective analyst, yeah. no, I don't think that's possible. I think this, this team's going to win, going to lose some games. They could lose yeah. this weekend in Eugene against Oregon. They could lose the following weekend against a really good USC team. Oh, yeah. This team has holes. I mean, the offensive line, Colorado State, we saw it. They exposed the offensive line. Shador Sanders did not have the time to throw the football that he had against TCU in Nebraska. And defensively, they were really pushed around by CSU. Okay. So, you know, there, there are some things that this team needs to shore up and work on, but I'll tell you the, the inspirational leader of Deion Sanders, what he does, he gets three-star players to play like four-star players. He gets four-star players to play like five-star players. And when you're playing against 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, that stuff really matters. So they're punching above their weight. So yes, does Oregon have a more talented team, a more complete roster? Absolutely. Could Deion Sanders and this team come together and be so motivated, ready, and pull off an upset in Eugene? For sure. We saw it happen against TCU. They were three touchdown dogs. And they won that game, right? So I do believe anything's possible. But no, I don't I don't think a national championship's in the conversation this year. With obviously the success, Jeremy, you know uh, I'm sure there are going to be uh, hundreds of teams, dozens, maybe hundreds of teams out there who are going to say, let's make a run at Deion Sanders. Let's try and get together as much money as we possibly can and bring this guy in because we want for our program like Colorado has had for theirs. How do you keep him in Colorado, in, in Boulder? You got to get a new deal in front of him. I've been vocal about that on Twitter and inside the circles of CU and outside, but anybody who's willing to listen, you got to put a new deal in front of him. It's got to be a long-term deal. It's got to be up there with the highest paid coaches in the country. A lot of how has to have multiple revenue streams, not ticket prices, merchandise sales, TV revenue shares. It's sort of the Lionel Messi deal, right? You got to put that in front of him because right now the buyout is just too small. Any team can come together, get a bunch of boosters, buy him out and give him some long-term deal. Now he goes on TV and says, I don't care about the money. I'm going to get comfortable here in Colorado. I don't want to coach in the NFL. I don't buy any of it. And not because I think he's being disingenuous. I've just seen it happen at all different levels. That's what coaches say. They feel it in the moment until someone new comes to them and says, we're going to bet the whole farm on you. Here's what it looks like. We're so, and then you start thinking differently. So I'm a big advocate of putting a new deal in front of him. Big, big deal, deal, probably $166 million deal, 10 year deal um, and keeping him here and making the buyout untenable hundred million dollar buyout type, type of type of numbers. We have the money. We can raise the, raise the money. We just need, we need some support, uh, you know, from Dion to say, that's what he wants to do. And of course, like I'm not the AD, I'm not in those circles. So I know I'm not making those decisions. I'm just an excited supporter, alum fan that wants to make this happen and certainly willing to contribute to the cause. I said on Twitter, I'm willing to give a hundred grand today in order to put that forth to a, to a long-term deal. And I know there's tons of other people like, like myself that would give, that and, and and even more jeremy thanks so much for your time congratulations it's been so much it's been so fun to watch cannot wait to see uh, how the rest of the season goes but you know we're all going to be watching absolutely thanks for having me good to see you mojo let's talk about travis kelsey because for the first time the all pro tight end is addressing taylor swift of course, it's, uh, it's the biggest off-the-field storyline going in the NFL right now. Uh, Travis Kelsey reportedly 
dating, dare I say, the pop superstar we know earlier in the week, Travis's brother after that big Monday night football win. Jason Kelsey was asked by Tony Gonzalez if the rumors were true. And uh, I think Jason added some fuel to the fire, but we still had not heard from Travis. That is until right now, Mojo, because today Travis Kelsey was on the Pat McAfee show and the topic turned to Taylor Swift. And I think there's a couple different ways you could interpret what Trav said. Let's first hear from him and then we'll break this thing down. It's hilarious how much traction this has actually got. Um, I think it's right now it's like uh, it's like that old uh, game in school called telephone where everybody's just whispering in each other's ear, just hearing some random stuff. And then and then you got, you know, Especially, it, 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 no one actually knows what's going on. But especially when you got Jason Kelsey on live television telling people just both sides. He doesn't know. It's true. It's this and that. And then not even a week later, tell everybody that it's 100% true. I mean, the guy is absolutely ridiculous. Can't stay out of the freaking headlines. Tearing through the ball in our court. And, you know, I told her, you know, maybe uh, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead. You might have to come see me rock a stage in Arrowhead and see which one's uh, a little more lit. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the near future. Now, Mojo, tell me if I'm wrong here. What, what I heard and what we thought we knew was Travis had a friendship bracelet. He wrote his phone number on that sucker and he was going to present it to Taylor Swift at the concert at Arrowhead. But we were told that Taylor doesn't meet with fans before or after, even if you're the best tight end in the league, uh, so that he never got to actually give her the friendship bracelet. But now it sounds like to me that Travis is actually saying Yes, I had a conversation with Taylor Swift. We don't know how that conversation was had, Instagram, on, in person, on the phone, who knows, but that they actually talked Mojo and that she actually might come watch him play at Arrowhead. That's what I heard. Am I wrong? I think that's exactly what I heard, too, which would obviously mean that they aren't in a relationship and not even dating at that point, but they're just flirting with the idea of going on a first date <laughs> right. is what I'm hearing. So I guess if there's a spark, that's the biggest part when it comes to this thing. Uh, I love how much Travis buried Jason went after <laughs> his own brother here. I find that absolutely hilarious. The funniest part about this whole thing to me is the fact that it's going down during football season. I mean, you talk of off the field distractions and avoiding them these guys are embracing this whole thing but i guess when you're the best player in the league at your position right and both of them pretty much are i guess you can get away with it and uh, break focus here for a little bit i also want to talk about one other thing that uh, travis pointed out he brings up a very interesting point i mean what would be more lit in arrowhead a mm. chiefs game or a uh, T-Swift concert? I, I don't know the answer to that question, Babe Cox. Yeah, there's there's not much I would say might be more lit, like might be more exciting than a, a Chiefs game at Arrowhead. They're, they've long been known as some of the most, you know, raucous fans out there. The Chiefs fans, they love their team. I don't think they ever even get disappointed with the Chiefs. They are so, uh, you know, it's not like Philadelphia where they'll let their own team know if uh, they're not playing well. They're very pro Chiefs. They love their Chiefs and they are loud. But I will say I have never seen and I haven't experienced this in person, but I've seen videos and I have never seen anything like 
a Taylor Swift concert. Mojo, it's not just about the fans inside the stadiums and believe she sells out these in, these entire 80, 90,000 seat stadiums. You should see the people outside of the stadiums singing, dancing to the music, not even in the building. Uh, I remember my cousins actually uh, went to a show and they weren't inside, they were outside. All that to say, Mojo, I think Taylor Swift crazier than even a Kansas City Chiefs game. But she should go, she should watch Travis play, and then we'll get the definitive answer. But I do think there's something here, Mojo. Uh, may, look, may, maybe they're not like engaged to get married, but I, I do think there are some sparks flying between Lee Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'm just gonna say, if she says no to my guy, I'm gonna think so much less of her. Just throwing that out there. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, Shannon Sharp gets one up by one of the most famous people in the world outside of one of Hollywood's hottest restaurants. And the entire thing happened on video. Shannon Sharp learning that, yes, there is a Hollywood hierarchy. We'll show it to you next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, I've been waiting all day to do this story. Shannon Sharp, three-time Super Bowl champion, guy made a million Pro Bowls, all pro teams, <laughs> Hall of Famer. But Mojo, he learned last night that in Hollywood, there is a hierarchy. So last night, Shannon was at Giorgio Baldi. It's one of the most famous restaurants in all of Los Angeles in the Santa Monica area. Shannon talking to a paparazzi, not a TMZ guy here, not with us, talking to a paparazzo about Team USA basketball mojo when Selena Gomez walked out of the restaurant and this happened. Hey, so what's your take, man? You think uh, that we got to send some real boys over there to beat these boys in FIBA? Because uh, yeah, man, we got. I yeah. mean, we can no longer Hold send. One second. Sure. <laughs> How about looking forward? Apologize about that, Shannon. Nah, bro, you good. Bro. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, cause, cause, cause them boys overseas, I think they, they put that big physicality on them. Nah, bro. I mean, we, I mean, I, mean, I know they, if we send the best. This, this is not '92 anymore. Right. The world has caught up playing basketball. Has caught up playing basketball. All right, bro. Have a good one. Hey, congratulations once Thank again, you. man. Love you, my brother. You too, bro. The disrespect, <laughs> my goodness. Bangkok, that was horrible. I don't know what's worse here. The fact that she just 
treated my guy Shannon Sharp like he was less than nothing, or the fact that it didn't even matter it was Shannon Sharp that she just walked past him. It could have been the president. She wouldn't have cared. She's Selena Gomez, whoever I walked past is lesser than me. My goodness, that was horrible. Well, but you can, well, hold on, Mojo. But you can't play. It's not her fault, right? It, because she's just eating in the restaurant. It's the camera guy. It's, it's the camera guy who blew off Shannon, right? Hell no, Babcock. She could have acknowledged she just ruined someone's interview, just walked through it. No regard, no apology, not even an excuse me, just expecting you to cut your tape and move out of the way. And whatever jabroni's there can take a walk. I don't know what's happening over there. And then the cameraman also did him absolutely zero favors. They filmed Selena getting into a car to be driven where she's going. And then they made sure to film Shannon Sharp driving himself home <laughs> with no driver. I mean, just totally jobbing my guy out of here. Horrible, horrible to see. Mojo, I wanted to look. I, I checked as you were talking. I wanted to see how many followers they had on social media because I, I, how do you really determine how famous somebody is? Selena Gomez is the third, outside of Instagram's own account, she is the third most followed person in the world the top American, the top woman, the only two people, and a top non-athlete, the only two people who have more followers than her are Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, two obviously uh, international soccer stars. Selena Gomez has 429 million followers. That is 100 million more people than are in the United States. Crazy. Well, as we Crazy. like to say, as we like to say in the wrestling world, Babcock, who'd she ever be? Huh? <laughs> Who'd Selena Gomez ever beat, huh? How many Pro Bowl nods has she got? How many touchdowns has she caught? Zero. That's how I'm measuring success, Babcock. That's a whole nother discussion. Not by social media followers. She's insta-famous like the lady on the airplane that just got picked off. I'm insta-famous. I don't care if you're insta-famous. I want to see some real statistics here. Shannon Sharp has them. She doesn't. Don't interrupt my guy's interview without an apology ever again. And uh, we got something hovering over the field. Whoa. Is it a giant bubble? <laughs> a minor bubble delay. I thought it was a drone <laughs> when I saw it because the reflection. Wow. Slide down the line. Whoa. Almost hit a giant bird. What is that? It's a duck. Full count. It just keeps circling. This is beautiful. It's like trying to get everyone to do the wave. Mojo, it's time for some MLB oddities. I don't know what's odder, a game being delayed, and that, of course, was the Dodgers game, over a giant bubble or this big old bird? It looked like a, a goose that was uh, flying around the stadium last night. I've, I've never seen, I've seen weather delays, seen delays for a bunch of reasons. Never for a bird or a bubble, though, Mojo. Well, Babcock, I think you're just not as an experienced uh, baseball connoisseur as I am because in, in the baseball world, of which I am very much a part of, oh, yeah. bubble delays happen all the time. This is a very, very common 
occurrence. Um, it's life-threatening, man. Like if one of those bubbles pops and gets in your eyes, that's all she wrote. I mean, what if someone hits a home run and the ball strikes the bubble? Oh, yeah. Might cause the ball to bounce back in midair. I mean, it could drastically alter the course of a game. I mean, bubble bubble delays all too common in baseball right. these days and probably the worst case scenario of what can happen on a baseball Yeah, field. I wonder if that counts as an out, if it would hit the bubble and you were to catch it or a, a ground rule double perhaps. I, I don't know. I, I don't even I know if a rule exists. they stopped the game and they restarted from scratch. <laughs> Start first inning. Let's do it again. That's yeah, how devastating it that, is. That was great. Uh, you never know what's going to happen in baseball. Mojo, more oddities though last night. Braves uh, playing the Phillies in Atlanta. Now uh, watch what happens here, uh, fan is going uh, to uh, snag a home run ball. Had something else in his other hand at the same time. Watch this. Two and two. That one's set out towards center. Harris is on the run. It's carrying well, and it is gone. Center field home run for Castellanos. The guy catches the ball with his kid in his arms, puts the kid down, and then fires it back. And she held on to the lollipop. Not only did he throw it back, pretty good arm. Watch this. Got all the way back to the dirt. As Lou would say in Major League, somebody get that guy a uniform. (laughs) That dude is the man. Um, He's athletically impressive. I'll, I'll give him that. I won't say he's the man to catch the throw incredible, but if he was the man, he would have caught that ball and swiftly handed it to his child. He deprived the kid of the ball, Babcock. I know, Mojo, but we cannot be celebrating the other team hitting a home run. We, we've got to give that ball back. So that, that, That's a good point, Babcock. Yeah, okay. So he's the man. He is the man once the again. Mojo <laughs> says it, too. We all agree. <laughs> Mojo, we, we've got to go. We're out of time here. Look, people still talking. Everybody's still talking. Not people. Everybody's still talking about Coach Prime, Colorado. Big, big games coming up these next couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to talk to Dion's former teammate. Yeah, these guys were actually teammates on the Atlanta Falcons. Speaking of Atlanta, tomorrow, Mojo, we're going to talk to the Hall of Famer, Brett Favre, about none other than Deion Sanders and the job he's doing down there in Colorado. Deion Sanders, Brett Favre, uh, football players, uh, doesn't get much better than that mojo, so it should be pretty great. Absolutely, and with this dynamic duo, tomorrow should make for, say it with me at home, the best show since today!